Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound pickups. Hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. We are so excited. Maybe even thrilled to death, I might say, that you are listening to our show wherever you are. That's right. Um, I'm trying to imagine where everybody's actually at right now. Maybe you're walking down the street in, in London. Maybe you are uh, cleaning a barn in, in Colorado or something. Say, <laughs> so, hey, speaking of that, who do we have on the line right now? All right. This is John Armolino with Very Good Amco. I love the name of that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great name. It's like, dang it, that's a dang good name it's very for, good. for a brand. Very good, Ampco. Uh, we'll get into all you know all this stuff. And John's got a brand new pedal out that is absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. that we're going to dig into as well. Yes. So we're really happy to have him on. And um, hopefully, I mean, well, it's weird. I hope that some people are like, what? Who's this guy? I never heard of this guy. But that also means I'm not hoping that people don't know about you. So it's a two, it's a double-edged sword right wow, there. Wow, yeah. You know what I mean? I'll take it either way. I, either I would, way. It would, I'm sure it'd be great if everyone knew who you were, but I'm <laughs> willing to bet that there's a couple of people who don't. Um, yeah. Just like us. So we didn't. Especially the guy cleaning out the barn. Yeah. That's it. Um, <clears throat> maybe he'll find a catacombs underneath the barn. <laughs> no. <laughs> For the end times. Anyways, that's another podcast altogether. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to, aside from having a great show, we need to thank a few people. Ginormous thanks to Rode Mics for providing our excellent audio gear in front of us. The Rodecaster Pro machine, the Procaster mics, Mm -hmm. microphones, and the No, I think it's called the it's like dm-1 or something like that uh arms that are that the mics are hanging from they're articulating yeah but there's a product name Hmm. it didn't get the fun name Hmm. maybe you should come up with a fun name for it oh i can come up with a fun name okay i'm working on it okay maybe it's like the uh the no never mind you do it all right uh (laughs) roticulator yes I also want to share, we get great uh, letters or DMs and just notes, messages, whatever you want to call them. Correspondence, if you will. Correspondence. And I'm going to share one of those real quick here. Please do. Um, and it's going to require, we're going we're gonna to ask John how he might solve for this. Ooh. Oh. Now, you, you two have already heard this, and, and you can share your responses as well. Okay. All right. This is from Ben Caples. And he says, guys... My question is one of practicality in one sense, but might seem somewhat impossible in another. Oh, uh, col- color me intrigued, Ben. I'm a bass player, and I constantly change the volume or tone controls on my bass guitar. Okay. I'd like to use a bass pedal, but in order to change a tone or some other control, I have to bend over to do this. Are there any, so following along here, I had to read this one a couple times. So I was like mm. trying to picture what the situation was. Mm-hmm. So if he's changing the controls on his bass all the time and he goes to hit the pedal, depending on what song you might be playing, that pedal might sound totally different. That's what I'm kind of picking up. Is that, anyways, well, I'll keep going and we can solve this. Mm. Um, 
He says, uh, are there any pedals out there that can be controlled while a guitarist is standing whether than, rather than having to bend down all the time to control the pedal? I guess I could take a pedal and hit the foot switch with the heel of my hand. But anyways, just wondering if there's anything out there I like I just mentioned. And so to keep and uh, keep up this good work, he says. Thanks to us, he said that. Mm. <laughs> and you keep up the good work too, Ben. Uh, so <laughs> I was trying to imagine what the situation was. And it sounds like, you know, for bass players, they don't have usually tons of pedals. So if he does have a pedal that he likes and he sets a specific tone for it, but then he's constantly changing the tone on the bass mm-hmm. and he switches songs, if he just rolled off his tone and he goes to hit that pedal, that's going to sound radically different. So he's going to have to mm-hmm. change the tone on the pedal. Oh, see, now I took it that he wanted to just be able to have a pedal that he could leave maybe his controls on his bass alone, alone, and then fiddle yeah. with the with the mm, with the knobs. like an EQ kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I. That's how I took it. Well, these are different interpretations, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, let's see, John. How Jared? First, we'll go to Jared. You answered this. How how did you interpret this, Jared? I don't know how realistic my answer was, but I'm going to say it anyway. I suggested he buy three or four of the same pedal and have them all on different settings. Hmm. Okay. I mean, that's better than bending over all the time. I guess so. But I mean, how much is the pedal? Yes. (laughs) Is it an $800 pedal? Probably not going to do that. Probably not for bass. But um, I want to bring up the buy phase. Mm -hmm. That's a big honking thing. That pedal is so big, it's not really meant to be on the on the floor. As a matter of fact, it's got a uh, a female uh, machine screw that you screw on a mic stand, right? And it balances on a mic stand. Then that thing alone has pedals, mm-hmm. so you can actually change the biphase around. It's it's yes. like an old it's school pedestal. processor. It's a pedal still. It is. It <laughs> is. Oh, it's yeah, perfect. Oh, you're the clever one. I know. So, Someone's I mean, going to go make that now. There are things like that, and I'm sure that there were. I don't know if Smashing Pumpkins used it. I don't know how they used it on their. I know they used one of those on their early albums, hmm. but I I don't I don't think they messed with the dials during the. Songs. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. Now, Tony, then, you brought up something. Yeah, I I said that you know possibly you know as Jared said with with the uh, biphase. You could get a uh, a music stand. Music stand. That's what I have in my house. I do that on my house. And just mm-hmm. put stuff on there like that. Or if you wanted to be real clever, you could come up with something that would fit on a mic stand or something like yeah. that. Yeah, a broomstick. But I also thought that you could also hire a very small person to control the knobs for you while you change <laughs> this. Uh, you worded that very carefully. Well done. So, uh, they have to wear all black. Yeah, John, yeah, what yeah. do you think? Totally. Yeah, to tell you the truth, I'm a little, little confused on the question, but... From what I'm gathering, that you know, maybe like an an extra EQ pedal that he can engage when he's doing, I don't know, certain certain things with his tone control on his bass, you know, and then to compensate for whatever pedal he's using, um, or just or just a pedal that kind of has like a sweepable EQ that you can use a foot switch with, or like expression pedal. Oh mm. uh, yeah, or an HX Tom. Uh, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, <laughs> perfect." The expression, the expression pedal idea is if he can find a pedal that's similar to his pedal that sweeps the tone. That sweeps the tone. Yeah, that's the answer. I think. I think you actually came that's, up with the best idea. What with the expression pedal? Oh, that's no, that was John. I know that's what I meant. Oh, I you're pointing at me. By you, he, he meant me, John. Man. Come on, yeah. he's clearly yeah. talking. They, about they don't know who you're pointing at. All I know is it wasn't me. My idea was. <laughs> <to do that. laughs> 
Well, it, it is an interesting, it's an interesting question. And depending on what the actual issue is, which I think yeah. we are somewhat maybe divided in half on what we think that is. But I will say uh, I've had, uh, I've, I've seen a handful of people with pedestal type, you know, like a music stand with their mm-hmm. board. Um, mm-hmm. There was a, a friend of mine, not there was, he's still around, uh, named Glenn. And he was uh, in a band called Way Yes. And one of the cool things, he did a lot of vocals for it and some other stuff. And he had a he had a pedestal with a bunch of effects on it. Mm-hmm. And he would sit there and sing and do it. It's kind of like Perry Farrell. He does the same oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got like the super custom thing. And he goes over and tweaks his stuff and then comes back and does his thing, which yeah. is kind of cool. Anyway, so uh, Ben... Thank you for the question. That was a that was a very good one. It was a very interesting one, and uh, mm-hmm. we appreciate that. And if if anybody else has the answer to that and wants to share that uh, in, on the Guitar Knobs group on Facebook, I think that would be the appropriate place to do that. Very nice. Yes. Uh, all right, everybody. Um, oh, I also did want to mention. Um, so we've got there are fezes out there. And I don't mean the kind that you wear on your hat, head, he, your hat head, your head. Fez fuzz. Yes. Uh, there are Fez pedals out in the wild, and we've been getting great pictures of them back. And those were given out to our... Um, grand Poobas. Grand Poobas and, uh, and, a, and a handful of other very, very key... VIPs. VIP and people who have helped out the podcast in extraordinary ways. Uh, not, not a whole bunch of them. That's a very uh, important Pooba. Yeah. And now coming back, coming up. So I mentioned, I, th- I think, I think we're going to have close to about 10 that, <gasps> that we're going to be, get, uh, you know, trying to hook up our uh, executive producers. But we have yeah, a plan beyond this. Oh. But these ones are going to be completely unique for this run. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep you informed. Yes, these are very unique. I I do love mine too. By the, the way. elusive special, Thank you. I am not I'm not a fuzz pedal fan, but a thing I like about but it's it, not a, it's, it's a, not it's more an overdrive than a fuzz. <laughs> with a little, so I'm gonna I I was busting this week. I got to share this real quick. Go ahead. I mean, it just you know I when you this is for my first time like making something and sending it out right mm-hmm. to 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 others. Well, I sent one as I we were talking with uh, the guys from HX Stomp from line six rather. And, uh, I meant we were talking about the, the pedal and, uh, I sent one to Jeff, uh, who has been very helpful with our show. Jeff he's who? Jeff Schroeder. Oh, I didn't and know he was with line six. Didn't no, I? he's not, but he's, uh, been extremely, uh, generous and helpful with our show outside yeah. of what you, what everybody hears, you know, if he comes on one of the, uh, nah, as a guest or something. He's a, so he's a great guy. Um, he got it and actually uh, he was sent me some very nice comments about it and then sent a sound file of him playing it. And I was just like, I was standing in Target looking for a Mother's Day card. And I was just like, I'm having the best moment ever right now. Nice. This is just so cool. And nobody else knew what was going on, but I was like, I'm, I was just gushing because it was like, wow, there's my thing out there doing the thing, you know? Yeah. Um, Anyways, the point being, one of the things he brought up, which is something that I noticed about the pedal, is that at the very end of the attack, you can just, it just edges in. It's just a whisper. 
uh, like it starts to push into like some octave tones, which mm-hmm. is like really like mm-hmm. he picked up on that right away. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, tells you, and John, tells you know, you. I want to hear your experience when this, when this kind of thing first happened to you, once we get into the interview, yeah, which I oh, promise sure. everybody we will. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we will start shutting up and and hearing all about the the world but from first. John's opinion, from John's point of view. But first, we need to find out what's going on in our music worlds this week. And we're gonna first we're gonna start with Tony Baloney traditionally, traditionally, and then we're going to we're gonna jump over and see what John has to say. No, over in Colorado. Okay, so uh, mm-hmm. Tony. Yes. Well, in my music world this week. Uh, actually, last night I watched a movie called Sound of Metal. Ooh, it is. I mean, Awful. it's no, it's a great movie. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, yeah, thanks, Todd. <laughs> I didn't know you were into heavy metal, old chum. Well, no, it's not a. I mean, it's that's part of the story. It's the story is of a drummer that it goes deaf from what lots of noise. I saw, I saw previews for that. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's it, it, it's his journey. Uh, I won't go into all the details. True story, right? No, it's not a true story, but yeah, it could yeah. be. I mean, it's you know, it's one it of those certainly things. happened to a lot of a lot musicians. of people. It's yeah, all sciency. Um, but it's 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 incredibly good, and the best thing about the movie, I, at least the most prominent thing to me, whoever did the sound on this made you feel like you were going deaf. Wow. You heard what Well, you really just heard. ruined it for everybody right there. Yeah. Well, no, that's it becomes That's bl- the whole thing. It becomes I obvious. I think it's a draw. I mean, it's, now I'm intrigued. It's it's okay. like it's it's obvious within the first 10 minutes of the movie what's going on. And then there are other parts of course where I think as a practical matter they had to have you sound know, sound so that people could hear but uh it's it's really really good um wow. it has a a very good plot and it's 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 a very interesting uh take on 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 a situation like that so i i recommend seeing it and i also recommend wearing hearing protection mm-hmm. yes i'm definitely do that now in the studio what what? Uh, <laughs> that's awful. I I had I got I felt like I got that for a little while, but it turned out to be allergies, mm-hmm. which is great. So if yeah. hey, if you are happening to suffer from that ringing ear, John, has that ever happened to you? Oh, I've yeah. Over the past, I'd say past six seven years, I've started wearing earplugs everywhere because yeah. it started getting to the point where I was like, oh. The ringing doesn't go away after a yeah. concert anymore. It's yep. super, super, super scary. Yeah. Um. All right, uh, John. What What's going on in music world? Here? In Colorado, oh, music world, Colorado. Um, honestly, the the only thing really going on. I actually did something I never thought I was ever going to do. I have an old, uh, well, not old. I guess 2012 Les Paul Studio that I never did anything to. I, I constantly, you know, change out pickups, change out pots, change tuners, whatever. This guitar was just my guitar that I loved so much. I was like, I'm never changing a dang thing on it. Mm. And I finally changed out the pickups. Nice. Uh, what brand? Um, actually, uh, Righteous Sound, man. I actually started talking with Joshua over there and got a pair of his. I think they they are just, yeah, it, it changed the whole guitar for me. It I, was my favorite guitar, but now it's like one that I will never, never get rid of. That's so, awesome. Where's yeah. Where's he from? And I, I've never heard a righteous sound, but where's he? Yeah, at? out of Texas. Um, 
Honestly, he's doing some cool stuff. Uh, got fan, fantastic products. I know, Jared, you can appreciate stuff like that. So I'd check him out. But yeah, Josh was just a, he's a nice guy too. So you can't beat it, man. Nice. Oh, good for you. That's great. Yeah. Now, is this a humbucker equipped or a P90? Yep, yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, two, two humbuckers, man. So I think all the studios are buckers, right? Yeah. Uh, I've yeah. Seen, I thought they Typically. made a run that did have P90s in them too. But I think I like the tributes that have the, the P90s and stuff in them. But oh, yeah. Yeah, I just well, had some like I think they're the burst bucker pros in here, and yeah, yeah, it never had a good clean sound, but now yeah. it's just it it does whatever I want. That's good to know. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's it, you know it always feels good when you you just you tap out the potential of of what you have, yeah. and I'm Heck really yeah. glad that worked out. So uh, while we have our resident um, pickup expert in the house, Tony, what do you? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I actually got him right there. And by the way, everybody, we're actually all three of us in the studio, which I'm so happy about because yeah, I, I, I love just, these guys and I miss them. I had to escape the real world and come be yeah. a la la land. But, but uh, John, you just mentioned burst buckers. Now, that's probably something yeah. that we see all the time in, you know, if you're looking through Sweetwater or wherever it might be. Mm-hmm. Or you, Jared, what's yeah, a, there's, what's so a there's, burst bucker? There's, uh, I believe there's three levels of burst buckers. Um, it's just a another, you know, old old timey PAF recipe uh, mm-hmm. that Gibson uses. Um, there's one, two, and three, and uh, uh, the numbers indicate the output. So it just it starts out around seven k and gets up up to I think around you know the high eights. But uh, um, then it's they're all over the they're all over the place kind of like the originals were um but yeah, a lot of people like them and some people don't like them oh, yeah. i mean me the neck to me the burst bucker necks there's always been kind of like this kind of too mu- mu- too midi too is dark they're dark did, did you mm-hmm. experience that with that uh yeah, studio and, and that was the whole thing i never used the neck pickup for yeah. that very reason it was yeah. like it was bridge with gain. That was where I was happy, and everything yeah. else sounded like crap. So. so, so yeah, and Onico too. It doesn't, you know, you know, you, you want a little more power. Is than, that what's in the burst bucker? Yeah, and I think you want a little more power in the in the uh, magnet there for mm-hmm. the neck. But some people like it though. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people like that, and they never take the pickups out. But I guess it just depends who you are and what what your taste is. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, if it sounds good to you, it sounds good. That's yeah, all there is to it. I mean, my. You know, I think I the only guitars that I don't change pickups out are like the really old vintage ones that I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just sound great anyway. Mm-hmm. They have the original Gibson pickups in them. But. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, man. Hey, what color is that uh, studio there? I, I Wine forgot red. what it was called. I think it was like Fireburst is what they called it. It's oh. like a studio satin from 2012. Oh, okay. Like some yeah, weird model. Satins. Yeah, man. I'm never like a big Sunburst fan, but... I got this guitar in trade like 10 years ago, or not 10, <laughs> close to 10 years ago. Nine. Yeah, it's it's been fantastic. You remember the uh, the faded models? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They don't, they should bring those back. I don't know. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. The prices of those have gone up like crazy on the used market, too. You used to be able to get one for, you know, 500 bucks, but now people are selling them for a grand. It's nuts. Well, a lot of it is is they were still using rosewood on the boards, oh, yeah. um, even though it has a satin finish. I know some people that have actually buffed out that finish to make it uh, glossy, or even <laughs> shot over it to make it, uh, yeah, 
And it's, yeah, they're decent instruments. There's no doubt about it. Mm. It's good. It's a good guitar, man. I wish I had my 84 studio back. That was a, it wasn't a dumb move because I got a sweet Telecaster out of it in trade, but I would like to have that back. Hmm. I wonder if I could find the guy. Anyways, let's find him. Jared, how about yourself, man? Oh, goodness. Well, so the Klon, uh, been using that with the Yuna and, uh, you, you, for those who may not know, you did end up purchasing an original, yeah, non horsey clon, a non horsey oh, silver, silver, like the, the okay. most, the one that's most acquire a bull, like <laughs> that, <laughs> even though it's still stupid, but it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's stupid priced. Let me put that at <laughs> the end of it. <laughs> stupid. No, man. That, so I've been using that with, uh, an old Yamaha stereo pedal that my dad bought back in the late 80s or whatever and if you turn if you turn one of the knobs all the way down and the other one about at three or four it's not a heavy stereo it's just that nice barely oscillating left and right and i have the amp the amps are kind of facing each other so if you kind of stand in the middle, it's like like a giant set of headphones, like an enormous, <laughs> enormous set of headphones, and it's the most pleasing, yeah. Yeah. awesome sound in the universe. So yeah. I've I've just been playing for pure joy, <laughs> uh, you know, nothing special, just fun. I mean, it's just. Fun. I think you know what I bet that you're you're nicked out, you're nicotined out. Uh, Les Paul would sound amazing through that, right? <laughs> it, it does. Oh that, my the, goodness! That that old beast does sound. I mean, That's like a fifteen the, pound guitar, isn't it's, it? Yeah, man. You yeah, you need like a you need to put like a cello stand <laughs> under the <laughs> coming yeah. out of the thing, dude. It's it's a heavy, but it's just the neck on it feels like a it, big old stick a, of butter. That is I an incredible guitar. You really scored with that old looking crazy you know what it's not really nicotine that does that it's the sun on that old ass lacquer mm, okay. i thought you oh well anyways yeah, yeah. well lots of things you taught how about Oof. yeah you taught how about uh, so yeah this this week uh i got to practice again with my band or some of them anyways three of them uh our, our singer and, our, and the drummer and uh I switched it up. I normally been playing through my Supro, uh, the Black Magic, which has been a great amp. But this one that I got from Hell Sailor, I was like, I want to see what this thing sounds like when we really lay into it. Mm-hmm. And I was not unhappy. Not unhappy. <laughs> it sounded awesome. I was Does really excited through? about it. Do you think in a live situation it would cut through? I think so, especially if I mix up that speaker like we're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. This still has the uh, the uh, cream neo in it, the yeah. Celestian cream neodymium, and it's. Uh, but what I what I do want to try to do is uh, get a different speaker in there mm-hmm. for uh, a high headroom because that's sixty watt mm-hmm. speaker. It's an eighteen watt amp. It's like uh, John. This is like it's it's like a. It's a film sound, so it's built in the forties. Nice. And and uh, Hello Sailor completely, you know, refurbished, redid it, whatever. 
And yeah, uh, actually, I follow them. So yeah, so you've seen those. Well, then you've sure. seen you've seen my amp. It's the really, cool. really freaky, ugly <laughs> antique gold <laughs> and black antiqua style nice. combo. I mean, it's it's weird, and I, and I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I might just leave it. But anyways, back to the sound. I ran, um, I ran the Fez through it. I ran John's pedal through it, uh, and I also ran the. Uh, the, the hello sailor pedal, pedal that he built that has the uh um uh the, the um range master and the overdrive in it and i'm telling you i couldn't get a bad sound out of that like i was just switching them up for different songs and whew, that was excellent excellent stuff good so very happy with that you know one of the coolest things that i can think of about the pedal board Think about your pedal board. One of the coolest things is when you find a piece of gear that works really, really well. Like Velcro? Like Velcro, mm. except this is different. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Velcro for your pedals, but but not. <laughs> it does hook them up, but not through sticky business. Ah, uh, sticky business. Nope, this is the Tour Gear Designs patch cable. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to... I, I, they've got one of the biggest size patch cables out there that I can think of that isn't hand cut. Uh, hmm. 23 inches. Wow. That costs 1597. 1597. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is a $1.44 per inch. Did you are a math genius, Jared? Wow. I know. Good job. You just did that in your head? I absolutely did. Holy moly. It's not from that paper that you're holding right there? <laughs> no, this Damn, is... you are incredible. Superhead Wonder Brain. Right. All right. <laughs> That's from an old Benny Hill sketch. Uh, anyways, hey. um, so uh, that that is a remarkable price for a incredible piece of now, gear. Now, is this 23-inch cable the same flat cable? Same flat cable. Same... Uh, same extremely small low small low, low profile, profile low profile small diameter and if th- you're missing your shoelaces you can use it as a shoelace you probably could hmm. yeah somebody out there do that yep. anyway so go to tourgeardesigns.com forward slash discount forward slash guitar knobs and you're going to get 10% off of your entire order so that takes it down to about a buck 30 a foot ish if that's math Yes. I don't have a little piece of paper yeah. to be right. So. Yeah, Jared, where are you now? Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, go to tourgetterdesigns.com forward slash discounts forward slash guitar knobs and get yourself 10% off of your awesome order of these awesome pedals made by the awesome company called Tour Gear Designs. Thank you so much for supporting our show and sponsoring Four on the Floor. Parking is free. So how about a little bit of this? One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. <laughs> you even did a little dance for that too. <laughs> nice. See, that's about that's what being live I know. in the studio. I don't get that if he's away. He was all really excited. He's, he's, he's dancing, all smiling, he's dancing at home all the time. I know his big dimples are all, you know, dimpling. Yeah. Okay, John from Very Good Amp Co. Share your four on the floor with the world now all right yeah a lot of thought went into this and i figured okay can't do my own pedals cool no problem mm-hmm. i also decided maybe keep it pretty cheap and accessible too because i don't i don't know typically i don't buy the crazy big expensive stuff so first first uh in the chain 
would be my Ernie Ball VP Junior, Volume Pedal Junior. Mm-hmm. But caveat, it has the uh, JHS mod in it. So it's got the tuner out and a buffer built in. Oh. I've had that thing, I can't even remember how long I've had it, but uh, 10 years plus. Um, next, do, do, go, Wait, do you like the, do you use ahead. the tuner out? I mean, obviously you I said do. it's very cool, but I, I, people yeah. are really on the fence about that. I do. Um, typically I'll, I'll put it in like a little polytune mini. Um, but I didn't want a tuner to take up one of these, uh, on the floor right now. <laughs> I was like, screw sure. it. I'll do a clip on or I'll use my phone. I don't care. I appreciate uh, so, that. So do you, I mean, have you used the full size Ernie ball and versus the, the mini? I have. Um, full size, I mean, it's a little bit bigger, but it's just the the junior just makes more sense, even though it's still pretty big for a volume pedal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just feels the best. Mm-hmm. Although I will say I changed the string on one of those for the first time uh, oh. the other week. Yeah, it almost made me want to throw it out the window. So <laughs> <laughs> take that for what it is. Uh, uh, number okay. two, I kind of had a tough, tough choice here. Um, it was between a exotic SL drive and a Greer Lightspeed, and Ooh. I freaking love the Lightspeed. But for like what I normally play, like if I was going to go jam with people, I'm going to go with the exotic SL drive. Just got more more gain. Doesn't clean up like the Greer, but just got the more gain Marshall thing going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then next one will be in Earthquaker. Dispatch Master Ken covers Ohio. both. Mm-hmm. Covers both my delay and reverb needs. You can get as washy as you want, or just a little slapback. Fantastic. Um, that is a. You, you've got some pedals that are just like, yeah, those are those yeah. are becoming absolute standards on yep. so many boards. I mean, they have been for a long time, but yeah. I think as time goes on, they, they just they stick know, around. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, all my four on the floor that do literally anything I would need and I could survive in any situation. Aha. Um, last but not least, just a simple, uh, TC spark booster mini. Mm. Um, honestly, for like a simple boost pedal, I, I love these freaking things, man. They have a momentary switch too. So if you just want to crank it up for just a little passage, you just hold your foot on it, take it off. It's gone. It's Especially for on the used market, I think you can get them for like thirty bucks. Oh, oh wow. yeah, yeah, you can't beat it. Yeah, that's uh, that, Todd. Todd that loves a nice momentary switch. I, I do like the momentary <laughs> switches. Yes, I do. I, you know, I TC. Just hang on this for a moment. It mm. seems as though, and I think because they get they got out by Behringer, if I yeah. if I'm correct about that. When that happened, it seems like things really quieted down from tc <laughs> is that what do you, do you guys i don't know honestly like i i'm a tc fan even though you know sure it's it's a technically uli Behringer, like that whole conglomerate of mm-hmm. crazy pedalness but that came out you know, your your pedal came out way before they bought that though didn't it i'm pretty much i feel like that was the case it was like um if, I actually feel like the spark was one of the, if I'm getting my time right, and if I'm not, yep. please don't throw rocks at me. But I feel like that was like one of the last ones that kind of came out before they got uh, fully bought out. I'm, I could be way wrong. I think what happened in a lot of cases, some of these companies, and especially early on that were kind of boutique pedals, and you know the, the, that market just got so 
you know, filled up with, you know, a lot of different companies that some of the older ones just kind of got forgotten somewhat. Yeah. I don't know, man. I kind of gravitate towards the old classics. I mean, I've got a, you know, the green one. I got the Klon. I got the the (laughs) Mutrons. I got the, Mm -hmm. you know, the old chorus pedal, the Yamaha that was made in Japan a billion years ago that my dad bought brand new. I don't know, man. You just, you like what you like. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I wanted to ask you, um, since you've gotten your new pickups in your guitar, Mm -hmm. how has that changed, you know, how has that changed going through all the, I'm I'm sure it sounds different through your pedals too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, It's it's night and day because I would never pick up that Les Paul for like cleanish sounds. Like that was never a thing. And now I can actually use that to test everything too, because it gives me the whole range. Mm. Like I can do really clean, nice, warm passages that actually have like clarity and definition. It, uh, yeah, it, it's fantastic. Great. Mm. So the combination with that now and yeah, a couple pedals I got going on, it's, I couldn't be happier, man. Too cool. Uh, so I did a little bit of, um, we had a research team yes um call in from Poland and they've su- <laughs> supplied us with this uh that wasn't a Polish joke for yeah, you Tony thanks. it actually thanks, wasn't Todd. no cuz there's a there's like some really there's a lot of anyways it's, <laughs> it's good internet stuff coming out there okay um the first the 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 <laughs> Tony's making fun of me the TC Spark was first available in 2012 which puts my timeline correct because Behringer bought out TC in 2015. When was the last Ooh, spark okay. made? Uh, it's probably, I'm sure they're still being made. <laughs> oh, yeah. Still Come cranking. on. Yes. So if you had one of those really early serial numbers, you got the real McCoy. You know? <laughs> uh, anyways, so that was kind of some, some interesting. I just didn't know that. I knew it was right around that time, but now now everyone knows. Everybody's got the same information, so we're all smarter. Nice. Or at least I am. Bit, that might have <laughs> Nicely been common done, knowledge to everybody. Yeah. Nicely yeah. done. You know, that's why I woke up this morning. Okay, let's find out about our friend John here and uh, his mm-hmm. little awesome company called Very Good Amp Co. <laughs> it might be huge. It's, is, do you have the biggest company in Colorado? Oh, definitely. There's no doubt. About it. <laughs> uh, now, John, let's let's get right to the mustard here. You have a new pedal out. Let's talk about that for a while, and then get some of your backstory. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, essentially, what you guys got is the the EP drive. Um, you actually got version three of it. So, Jeez, wow. I, I've literally been in an actual company for you know about half a year, but early on did, did some serious revisions, you know, because honestly, until somebody else is playing your pedals, you don't know exactly what's going to happen because I could, I can be in my little, you know, bubble here in my office building and like, yeah, this is great. This is fantastic. This is the best thing ever. And then it gets out in front of somebody who's going to, you know, play it in a band and all of a sudden, Oh, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. Mm -hmm. These need to be changed. So, 
I wanted to make sure I kind of tackled that early on in this whole this whole endeavor just to get to the best product I could fastest, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, no, that 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 does. So so when you say it's version three, yeah, is it um uh, was it version three prototype or, or are you saying that there's versions that have been out for a long time and then you did a version two and those were out for a long time and now you're on version three? How does that work? Yeah, so uh, version one was actually kind of, I, it kind of borders on that prototype land. Um, I didn't even have the EP drive name for it yet. So it, it wasn't something I sold online. I sold one or two here to a local shop. Um, but it was actually in the in the bigger enclosure, um, so like the normal mm-hmm. dual drive pedal enclosure. So it was bigger, um, had a little bit different circuit in it. Version two, kind of jumps how, down. How, to that how many of those did you make? Do you, do you remember? Five, five, one. <laughs> yeah, five. And you can see including. some pictures of those actually on the homepage of his website. Which, by the way, uh, before you go any further, where yeah. where can people find you right now? If, d- depending on where they're listening. Um, so yeah, just verygoodampco.com is gonna it's gonna be your best bet. Um, of course, the the normal social media channels. Um, honestly, Instagram is my best friend right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, wasn't a big social media guy before this, but it's well, like now you are. Yeah, kind of kind of got to be. Um, yeah. But no, it's verygoodampco.com, and honestly, I got links there. If anybody's got questions, you know, I'm. I'm the only one here. So mm-hmm. I'm more than happy to take questions, concerns, anything. So that's cool. Uh, okay. So before I so, so rudely interrupted you, no, but, but okay. for the, for the purpose of the listener. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, tell us about uh, V2. Uh, V2 just got changed up. Um, definitely smaller enclosure kind of went to the, the 125B uh, for anybody that doesn't know, it's kind of, I don't know if you ever played a like a Greer pedal. They're they're usually that that Standard size. size kind of everybody every size pedal. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't want to lose any of the functionality, so I still had the effects order switch, the dual foot switches, and that's about as small as you can get, and it still be comfortable to use, like yeah. without smashing both of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, essentially that one. Mostly the same circuit, not too crazy there. Um, but then version three is decided to take it up a notch. We changed, well, heck, changed pretty much everything in there. Mm. Um, after version two, there, I'd say probably it was in February when I started working on version three. How many? And, how many version twos are out there? <laughs> uh, let's see, man. Ones that were actually sold, maybe another five to ten. Wow. So, okay, so <laughs> yeah, those are special pedals. Well, that's the thing. And I, I wanted to, I, I didn't want to keep changing this all the time or like get a bunch out there and then tell people, oh yeah, by the way, I'm releasing a new one already. So mm-hmm. it's like, I didn't want to sell a bunch and then go back at it. I was thinking, like, let's get this right now. Um, but the biggest thing with version three, about in February, I decided I needed a little help. Um, so I actually reached out to a good friend of mine, actually an ex-bandmate from Chicago, um, Bruce Forbes, who's, he's a designer. It does like product design and everything, and that's what he does for a living. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to talk to him a little bit, see if we can't come up with something that's maybe a little bit more concise, a little bit more in line with what I want. And man, I'm telling you, that was the best move I ever made um, because he really, really helped me kind of narrow things down, get some ideas out there. And now the pedal looks... As good as it sounds, you know, like that's what I was hoping for. 
It is a really beautiful petal. And now it's it's kind of weird to call something that's basically completely white <laughs> um, beautiful, but it is. It is. There's. I find no fault in this, and and what, that's not me saying like me, Todd. I find no fault in this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, by trade, I critique and I create design and 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 you know stuff like this. Not nice. not actual products for product <laughs> building purposes, but so I have a fair amount of experience in identifying, you know, w- making sure things have to look good and stuff. Uh, and minute I opened that box, I was like, <laughs> wow, this is, this is exceptional. It was very, very well done. Very That's well good. appointed. Yes. A big portion of that is the, uh, the special boxes. And you want to tell them about yeah. that? Well, I was going to say, like, when we stepped up the the design of it and the look of it, I was like, man, these cardboard boxes aren't going to cut it. So I actually kind of, you know, I, I've been in the woodworking for a long time. I was actually going to school for it before the whole pandemic. And I was like, man, I got to lean into this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we got I got to pay wood. off that table side. <laughs> <laughs> so we went with the, you know, the, the wooden box look, man. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it it. It gives the packaging just that much, that that little extra. Yeah. Um, so it makes the whole experience a little bit better. Because, you got those like hidden Japanese joints in there that nobody yeah. can ever see. But if but if if it was disassembled, they'd be like, "What is magic?" Maybe not. Well, you, thing, you probably didn't do that. Yeah. Just. <laughs> and the thing is, it just I don't know because realistically, with the pedal, you know. It, I wanted it to be a, like a full experience, and it really is. When somebody's it is. When somebody's dropping a bunch of money on a pedal, I know I've done it myself, and you get something that's just like, oh, okay, it's in a plastic bag, oh, cool, uh, cardboard, all right. There's no like care or anything that goes into it. I, I wanted this to be like from the minute you got it, you knew it's like, oh, okay, somebody's had their hands on this. Somebody actually cared, and you know, and that that's the whole goal. And yeah, so far I, I, I'm hope I'm hitting that. <laughs> I, I think that's an important part of this because I, I, I think too often people think, well, the more I do or the more expensive it is, it's not always that. It's just if if you can identify that there has been a lot of thought or a lot of attention to the to details or some angle that that you've sort of honed in on and say, I'm going to make this special in this way. That goes so far yeah. when you, your first impression of a product, uh, I mean, it makes a huge difference. You know, it's just kind of like um, Chase, Chase uh, Gullet's uh, guitars, right? Mm, For example. Okay. Chasing guitars? If you're not, uh, if you're not familiar with him, get familiar um his guitars are really incredible but you know he said i want this to be an experience when somebody gets my guitar and he's he got his uh he made he got custom cases from ggg g and g g well it's ggg g and g guitar see that's three g's i was right tony it's g and g i know i know but now i know anyways from before the other g is for gullet yeah yeah okay Stop it. Anyways, <laughs> you, you open this thing up, and, and so it's got like that, the trout, is it the trout uh, finish, the silvery, that's like the silver like kind trout? of thing? Yeah, so it's like mm. silvery black. It's like silvery black. I think it's, for some reason, I think it's, he calls it trout. Anyways, uh, which doesn't sound awesome, but it is. And you open <laughs> it up, and it is 
this Jared, you loves it's purple. It is the most royal purple plush inside with this gold uh, embroidered logo on the front, and it is like. Oh, I was yeah. supposed to like, get one it's of those incredible. cases. I got to get on him about that. I said, remember you were going to give me the case when you got the new cases? Yeah. But I just don't bother him about it because the guitar is so great yeah. anyway. But, the, <laughs> but so that's the thing. He already made the guitar, which is incredible. But like taking the extra step, just like you already made an incredible sounding pedal and you put it in a really fantastic form factor and you went to the extra trouble of making the rest of it look good. So that's all I'm trying to get to is like, that counts big time. Let's talk about the actual enclosure. I think what would have been cool is yeah. if you would have like shredded hundred dollar bills and put that all around it. <laughs> oh yeah, put that one in a one glass. Day. One day we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how about the enclosure? Yeah, the coolest part about it, um, because I kind of you know elevating the circuit design, putting in soft switching, you know, making it just that much more, I guess, elevated for <laughs> lack of better words. Um, the best enclosures I've seen out there by far are the like new Gorva enclosures. Yeah. Um, Gorva design enclosures. And they are just, it's, it's something different. You know what I mean? Because the, the standard is Hammond. Hammond makes fantastic, sturdy, you know, enclosures for pretty much everything, but especially pedals mm-hmm. and a lot of great companies out there use them. Um, they're not necessarily cheap, but they're not super expensive. Um, but then Gorva is just, it's on a different level. Um, it is. Ken over there does some fantastic stuff and is continuing to do fantastic stuff. And just even the switches that they have over there, like actual mechanical, you know, three pole mm-hmm. switches, it's it's nuts. It's nuts. But yeah, needless to say, the new version three EP drive comes with a Gorva enclosure. Yes. Uh, and that also has the uh, inset bottom, which yeah. is a nice touch. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, if you care about the stuff, for those who don't care about it, it yeah. may not yeah. mean anything. But if you, if, if, but it's the little details. It is a little yep. details. It's like, I mean, oof, that is it's definitely va- value. It's like that. Apple made this thing or something. I mean, yeah, seriously, <laughs> I mean, it's not far. That, if Apple made a pedal, it'd probably be oh, looking a little bit like this, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that's something I've, I, I don't want to get too close to that because it's like, man, I, I still want this pedal to rock. Oh, no, no, no. Apple, don't don't get me wrong. This is not like a, I'm not, in a bad know, way, man. it's like, I know. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like that when you, when you spend money on the Apple watch and you're like, man, this was, right. watch was expensive, but you get the box and like, I just want to yeah. hold the box for a little while. And, and then you, yeah. you know, you open it and it's like the, the air suck. It's like, <laughs> that does branding for a living. I, I mean, this is a quite a compliment actually. Oh, I do no. appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So I beyond, beyond how it looks, Tony. So oh, why, don't, why don't we get to the, the the meat and potatoes of the? <laughs> hey, damn I was thing. I was ha- I handed our buddy a compliment over here. Yeah, yeah. no, I I was going to crack on you. Yeah. So as we were, th- we were we were talking earlier, uh, Todd and I, and I think Jared as well, are are all fans of the uh, the EP Boost pedal. Absolutely, yes. it's a great front end piece. Uh, but what I found with is, limitations, it does have a lot of limitations. Mm-hmm. But it's a little teeny tiny thing. Yeah, and it's fun. But this pedal, like Jared. <laughs> well, teeny tiny not so never much. ends um th- this one i i thought took uh you know it has a lot of the same usefulness of the ep boost pedal but beyond that gives you a lot more controls and options so i i i really enjoyed this pedal yeah well on top of that you get sort of an 
another pedal inside this pedal. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. really the big juice yeah, there. Yeah. So. Uh, why don't you walk us through there, John? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was always a big fan of anything EP preamp, you know, Echoplex preamp stuff. Um, had an EP booster on my pedal board. At one point I had two of them because I thought, yeah, this, I'm going to have one always on and use one for another solo boost. Mm -hmm. Um, the EP booster is definitely a different take on the circuit. Um, the one that's in the EP drives a little bit more, uh, like true to the vintage spec, the EP booster is going to have a little bit more volume output um, just because they added a few things to the circuit to give it a little bit more level. Um, realistically, you know, I, I never needed the full volume output of those, so I wasn't too worried about that aspect. Uh, I figured, though, if you can combine that with like a killer low to medium gain overdrive mm-hmm. in the same pedal, you can cover so much ground. Um, and Realistically, that's that's why I designed it. I designed it for myself first because of like my needs. I think most pedal builders will, will probably say something similar to that. Like, yeah, I needed this or this out of a pedal, and I wasn't getting it from this and this, so I made my own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Needless to say, it's got you know a low gain overdrive, kind of akin to you know a light speed or a Timmy something something in that ballpark, um, without being you know like a blatant rip off one of those guys. Um, but it's still it's an op amp, you know, overdrive circuit, and it gets anywhere from you can use it as like a dual stage boost. You can use the drive section as just another boost, and it'll give you just as clean as you want. Or you can tweak with the tone a bit, um, all the way to you know some some medium crunch. But the the fun part is the effect order switch. Oh, so you can you can run the booster yes. into the drive and get a whole lot more gain if you need to, or Vice versa. I don't even know if like, it, like I, I don't even know if I was experiencing gain, but yeah. when I was when I played this, I had uh, the order switched for the drive first and then the preamp. Yeah. Okay, and I was like, "This sounds great." Yeah. <laughs> and then I said, "Let's see what happens when I switch it over." <laughs> and I switched it over, and it was like all of a sudden, my little one, my little you know one twelve combo turned into like a full blown like 412 cabinet. I couldn't believe the 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 fullness of the response that came back at me. I mean, that really shocked me. Yeah, it's it's going to change the whole dynamic of the pedal. That one switch we had, it's it's going to change it up quite a bit, so. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that everything got like insanely loud and yeah. uncontrollable. Yeah, I mean, it it was like I was playing a, a completely different rig with the flip of a switch <laughs> in a great way. Yeah, that's the goal, man. So I'm I'm tickled. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that was incredible. Um, and you know the the low cut and high cut is so useful. It when you, if you if you're just looking to see like, oh, there's low cut and a high cut. Maybe I'll use it. Maybe I don't. But the thing is, depend like if you depending on what guitar you put into it, yep. right? So you're throwing you got a Telecaster in there. Guess what? Those switches are going to be different than if you switch over to your uh, Les Paul with the with that's the right. humbuckers because it's taking care of that. So the range of tone and dynamic that you get out of this pedal is really quite astonishing, I think. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, I kind of built that. It originally had a high cut, um, but that low cut was definitely new for V3 um, just because I had some some feedback. You know, It's like if somebody's using some humbuckers in a rather dark setup, it 
the bass can be a little overwhelming just because the drive circuit doesn't cut any bass. Like it lets it all through. So unlike say like a tube screamer or something where it'll give you some bass roll off this one, it's, it's all through. So sometimes it can be overwhelming when you're cranking the game. Um, so yeah, yeah. I added that little, little feature into it and it, it definitely, yeah, changes the game a little bit. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, you got a lot of these out in the wild now? Yeah, I had actually the first run um, a couple weeks ago, uh, first actual run of them. And it, it was fun, man, because it, they sold out pretty quick and it barely That must have been got so past. exciting. It, it, yeah, it, it's one of those first realizations. I'm like, oh, this could be a thing. Like this, this is actually going to be a thing. Like I am not just spinning my wheels here. So it, it was nice right. because... I have, you know, they got the subscriber list and I kind of shot it out to them first and they pretty much bought all of them. It was yeah. nice. So, so I got the second run coming up soon. Boom. Um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. And yeah, I, I can't wait. Okay. Can't and wait to get more of them. Can out you there. share <laughs> the, can you share what these are going for so people can run and sign up for your. Yeah. 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 So these ones are at 225. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's one of those things to where I looked at the market look at what others were doing, look what I'm, you know, putting into it. And I, I figure it's still, you know, it's, it's not the hundred dollar drive pedal. Um, but that's no, but you know, you're not getting not a hundred dollar drive pe- pedal. So. Exactly. That's not <laughs> you what know? it is. So, but yeah, two twenty five. Um, you're right getting two hundred dollar drive pedals. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. And twenty five bucks for the yes. nice casing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one kicker. Uh, I like talking about the casing again. Honestly, custom boxes, unless you're doing like a huge scale, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, didn't, it didn't drive the price up. That's not what drove the price up at all, which I was pleasantly surprised that's with the good. wooden boxes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's that's really, really exciting. So, okay, so it, you do need to get over there. What, what kind of runs are you doing with these, just generally speaking? Honestly, you know, since this is the second run coming up, I'm trying to do as many as I feasibly can. Okay. Um, so this one, conservatively, you know, 20 to 30. Um, hopefully I can ramp up in the future, but, you know, it's I'm doing whatever I can as, as much as I can. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I did a one-minute wonder with this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, it just... And the thing is a joy to play. It, it it's it's the kind of pedal you plug in, and you're like, "Holy crap! Where did my last forty five minutes go?" Yeah. Well, can we go back to, uh, to nope. the beginnings and and see yeah. how yes. how you got involved with this? What make yeah, what, what, what makes it tick? But yeah. what what did you do before all this? Or as Stuart would say, <laughs> I, just make it. Sim- he just, just woke up. It's okay. Question. Just a simple. <laughs> yeah. Just ask it simply. Hey, this it's is a good question. It's okay. Like, what'd you do uh, before the pedal? <laughs> so I've, uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm one of those guys that have have worn many hats as far as like career choices. Um, what style but, of hats? Uh, customer service hats. Oh, uh, not so. a fez. Not not a fez. Not a fez. <laughs> well, I could wear a fez, I guess. You <laughs> could. Most talking on the phone and mm-hmm. you know answering emails and stuff. But wearing a fez. You know, I've done that for a long time. Just <laughs> in between 
doing band stuff and trying to make my own amps and, you know, doing, making my own guitars and stuff like that. But so you have the sales and the, the customer service and down customer service. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not the sales because that's, that's a whole different brain, man. Well, uh, the customer, the, the positive customer service that's it. that spreads. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's right. a really good plus, man. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, getting back to like the, the beginning of how this all started, um, I mean, I've always wanted to have my own company. I, I didn't know exactly what it was going to look like because, you know, I was going to school for uh, woodworking as well as luthery. Um, so making my own guitars as well out here in Colorado. They actually have a great community college that has an accredited program. Hmm. Um, and then along came COVID and blew everything up. Boo. Um, yep. Boo. Needless to say, uh, school's closed. Not doing that anymore. So like I had about maybe half a year to a year left and that no no more um actually got laid off from a job along with 80 percent of the company and yeah it was kind of one of those blessings in disguise you know i I think there's been a couple other pedal builders out there too that kind of started because of this because of this horrible pandemic that we're living in (laughs) Mm. so i found myself with a lot of time on my hands and a burning desire to do something and build something and because that's Ultimately, what I was able to do, you know, going to school, building stuff, awesome. And then it was all taken away. Um, so that was April last year. I pretty much locked myself in in a room in an office for about six, seven months, just like R&D, prototyping, breadboard, research, electrical engineering stuff, and just literally immerse myself in it for a solid half a year. Wow. So, and my wife is still with me, so that's that's <laughs> awesome. shout out to, well, hey, shout you're out doing to my wife. Right. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, towards the end of last year, I started getting some designs that uh, I was actually really liking and really proud of. So, I kind of sent them around to a few buddies of mine um, that I used to play in bands and stuff with, and it's getting some good feedback. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna this is it's pedals. That's what I'm gonna go for um, because I've made my own amps. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's my like intro to electrical engineering was just jumping and making my own tube amp, mm. which <laughs> I wouldn't advise because it's like, oh, this thing can kill you. Oh, yeah. right, right. Yes. Yeah. It's Danger. Like a, like a very bad yep. robot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Jerry. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get in as many of those as I can. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that kind of brought me to the end of last year is when I finally um, it was the EP drive and the fuzz drive. Those are the two circuits that I worked the longest on and had enough revisions to where I was like, okay, these are, these are something I want to, I want to make these something mm-hmm. and started putting them into production. Um, I think I launched my first pedal for sale right around Christmas and yeah, it's kind of taken me from there to here. And it's been a lot of learning in the, in the process, man, because it's like, yeah, I can build stuff and I can make stuff, but yeah, running a business, there's so much yeah, more that yeah. goes into it. Yeah. Holy cow. It's, um, um, you know, if once it gets to be a, a real job and you start dreading it every day, yeah. <laughs> you got to kind of remember why you started it in the first place. Hmm. Oh, that's it. And yeah. honestly, every day I th- Thank, thank whoever um, that I'm not answering phones and dealing with angry customers for, oh, for a living right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so speak pe- I could be one of those happy. angry, angry yeah, customers. That's it, at least for now. Hopefully there's no angry Why customers. Why is my internet in the not working? Wow. Yes. 
Are there any other uh, toys in the attic that you're thinking of rolling out in addition to the uh, the fuzz and the EP? Well, the the fuzz drive, um, you know, I haven't really given too much away yet, but the fuzz drive is kind of getting the same same treatment. Um, mm-hmm. It's in the process, and that's that's pretty much the first time I'm talking about it. But it, if anybody's following me on Instagram, they can kind of figure that one out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not too big of a secret, but that should be pretty soon. Um, I'm actually super excited for that one because it's getting some some killer upgrades as well. Cool. And then, yeah, as far as everything else, man, there's about 18,000 different designs on the, on the table. Mm, <laughs> Wait yeah. to go. That's, nice. that's fantastic. Did you, yeah. uh, you know, you, you said you were a woodworker or yeah. at least were an, an emerging woodworker, mm-hmm. a burgeoning. What's Burge. the difference between emerging and burgeoning, Tony? Look that Once up. More I think burgeoning, you're, you're expanding quickly. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. Emerging, you're crawling Emerging. like a cicada out yeah. of the ground. Like the 750 million. I love that it how you waiting. explain things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's supposed to be like some huge. This is the 17 year for <laughs> yeah. the cicada. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be crazy. Yep. I, it's I, good eating. Cicada-ing. Yeah. For those who don't Can you have put the pleasure the of this, it's like, it is an incredible noise. Oh, yeah. These I mean, that's a whole other thing. Anyways. I think it's all over the country. Uh-uh. We didn't have them in California. They were the real laid back. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't they're the laid back noise. ones, right? <laughs> Cicadas. <laughs> yeah. no, are they in Colorado? Um, you know, we're gonna find out um, because we've been out, we've been out here about four years, so not the not the. Yeah, I don't think years. west of the Rockies they exist. Really? I, no, I really it's don't think a, so. It's an elevation thing, probably, right? Yeah, I bet. Yeah. And it's dry as can be out here, man. So I don't know if they. Know. Yeah. It'd be hard to get into the ground. I think they yeah. they made their way to the Rockies and they said, "Oh, screw it. This is, these mountains yeah. are too I mean, damn high." Yeah. Uh, uh, the Midwest has rich soil, so it makes sense. That there you go. Centralized mm. here. Mm. Well, anyways, on this week's Cicada yeah. podcast, <laughs> Cicada, uh, John Cicada. I love John. Cicada. Welcome back, Cicada. What? Oh, Cicada, Cicada. That would be a great T-shirt. Anyways, uh, what I wanted to ask. Our guest, <laughs> you clowns, is you, you are a wood guy. You make wood stuff, you know. And but yeah. then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, switcheroo! I'm that's like an electrician all of a sudden doing plumbing or something, <laughs> right? So was that a was that a a difficult thing for you to you feel like you just jumped into it? Did you, did you take to that really easily? Well, I mean, I honestly. The, the woodworking thing is is kind of secondary to just someone who's always tinkered with everything. Um, and it comes from a place of being too poor to like buy new stuff. So you got to fix your own. Um, so I've had tons of old tube amps, tons of old pedals, tons of old everything, guitars, and just don't got enough money to take it to somebody. So it's like I got to figure out how it works and how I can fix it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it, the electrical engineering side of it, like the actual theoretical stuff, that that was kind of new to me. Like I knew how amps work and I knew how pedals work and I knew resistors, capacitors, everything. Like, okay, this does this there. But once you're on the back end of it and learning the theory, that, that was really where things start to click. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh, okay, this makes sense now. And you had those light bulb moments. Like I would have light like a light bulb, bulb moment every every other day and like i would just turn to my wife I'm like oh my god it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> that's cool so, yeah 
Yeah, it it actually it was a lot of fun, and that's that's why I kept doing it. That's really cool, man. I like hearing that. Well, everybody better run out and get a hold of one of these things here because he's <laughs> going to do another run of them, and you don't want to miss it. that. Do it. I mean, it's yeah, it's a it's it's, is, it's, it's every it is well a two spent. in one pedal. Yeah, that is a you can play. It's amazing the range of music that you can get with these. Jared, anything to add there? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it has come to the point of the show where we play a little game. Would you rather Oh, stole his thunder. Would you rather oh. would you rather hear that that intruding intruding <laughs> fake? Yes. Or the, would you rather hear the moaning over the moors? <laughs> Would you rather? Jim neighbors, everybody. This week's <laughs> Would You Rather Golly. is brought to us by our good old chum, Mike DeLuccio. 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 It's two hours before a gig, and you forget to bring your pedal board. Oh, my gosh. Where is it? That? It's three hours away. It's three hours away. Well... It may have gotten stolen because you left it on top of the other car trying to load stuff in. So either way, it's not with you. It's gone. Yep. You reach out to friends and end up with two options. Would you rather play the gig with a screen-based digital multi-effects floor processor, like a Zoom or a Line 6, um, you know, something like that, or a Boss GT, whatever, or... Would you rather have a pedal board loaded with every effect you'll ever need, but all of which are cheap offshore products? So would you rather? Okay. Mm. Tanya? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm going with the HX Stomp. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's a really good thing. So you're not supposed to be able to have that. It's got to be the other oh. things. Oh, well, why'd you say that? Because it has to be a tough decision. That's an easy decision to go with the HX. But stop. you said it was a thing. Yeah. No, did. he did not say HX. I didn't. Stop. No, he said uh, GTX. No, he said or line six or. He did say that. Well, I guess you can put it under line six, but that's going to be the easy out choice. No, it's I, not that, fair that's that cheating. It should be in there. Yeah, that's cheating. It's it is cheating. cheating. Uh, that's why I was trying to get your goat. Oh, I get right. it. Okay. So, I think if I had to choose between really cheap, crappy pedals, a bunch of them, and an all-in-one kind of multi-effects I mean, that, board, that, the Boss GT series is pretty yeah. nice, man. I think I'm, that's. I think that's. I mean, uh, there are limitations on multi-effects boards, mm-hmm. uh, pedals, whatever you want to call them. Um, but I think in terms of consistency. And in terms of connectivity, everything's already internally mm-hmm. connected. I think that's the safer choice mm. is to go with the multi-effects. And yeah, the, the Boss GT series, perfectly fine. Yeah, good I mean, stuff. You, you, that'll get you through, you know, uh, a, a lot of gigs if, yep. you, if, you, if you need a whole bunch of different sounds. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm going with the multi-effects pedal. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Jared. So... If this was literally happening in real life, mm-hmm. I would definitely have to go with the giant pedal board of cheapos. 
because I don't know how to operate any of those other pedals. Mm-hmm. The I would just be searching for the right thing during songs. I'd be like, well, I don't start yet. I can't find my effect. So I would, you know, the other one, I would just look down and say, oh, there's a cheap thing. There's a cheap thing. I know what that is. I know what but that you've is. got a just... size 19 foot. These are mini pedals. Well, how big are the processor buttons? Mm-hmm. But there's I not mean, the 27 big, mini. But... There's... I'm just saying. Uh, I'm screwed either way. <laughs> but I, if I don't know how to use the processors, I'm going to have to go with the cheap pedals. I mean, in real life. Yeah. That really happened. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Are you going to use tour gear design cabling? If, <laughs> if they got tour gear design, I'm going to have some faith. Yeah. Okay. John, how about yourself? Oh, man. I, I think I'm going to have to stay away from the digital stuff and go with the cheapos. Um, just because... If I just got my pedal board either stolen or forgot it, I'm stressed out as can be. There's no way I'm going through a screen and trying to figure out what patches are in this thing. I just, okay, this thing's got, okay, there's a drive pedal. I can use that delay pedal. Cool. Boost pedal. Awesome. What if it comes out like none of the volume effects are normalized and one is super loud and the other one's super (laughs) quiet and you have to figure out how to turn it up. I mean, there's a million little things. Yeah. All the, are you trying to ruin his decision? No, no, no. He's talking talking about about supporting it. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh yeah. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. Poor Tony. He's on the Island. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be Tony Island again. I'm sure. Yeah. But I have the caveat for Tony. So I'm going with the uh, analog version of this too, because for that same reason, if I'm jumping in right before show, I, I, it's just that is a task that uh, requires time and patience, and and then you have to remember what did I set everything at, which is the order, <laughs> blah 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 blah. Nope, I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go with those. But the reason that Tony chose the the pedal that he the 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 option he did is that he's gonna show up and not even turn it on. <laughs> I need something to hold my just sheet gonna, music down with. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that just is going to tell you where your beer is. It's right next to this thing. I put my beer on the second push button. Yes. Um, why do you make me go first all the time, Todd? That's why I end up on an island all the time. All the time. Keeps you honest. <laughs> yes, indeed. Why? Uh, we have a handful of people to think, and then the, we're going to... Uh, let John tell everybody where to go get his items and junk. I, items and junk? junk. Well, not junk. I don't, nice. I junk. No, it's, that's just yes. a, a ubiquitous term for good nice, stuff. Nice. Yeah, you know, junk. Yeah. Great, yeah. priceless things. Yes. Stuff. Nice, Todd. And solving <laughs> guests again. You know where that got you last Jeez. time. Okay. <laughs> At this point in the show, Todd, there's a special group of people we like to thank. Mm-hmm. These would be our executive producers. That's right. And you're probably wondering, you may be, maybe you're not, but you should wonder, what is an executive producer? I don't know. And maybe how could I become one? I want to. It's very simple. You go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and check it out. That's for our Canadian friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or sorry. <laughs> There's several different levels in which you can participate, become a patron, a sponsor, if you will, of this very podcast. That's right. Each level comes with a great bevy of thank you gifts, including things like 
barefoot buttons and keychains and t-shirts and stickers stickers and pins shirts and picks and pens pins oh pins pins that's a new one a pin you put it on your denim jacket ah very good but as an executive producer you get all that great stuff there's giveaways too. Oh, the fr- I've, I've lots of that stuff. I, always, I, I stuff. take those for granted these days. The, we give away junk. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, great. No, I'm never gonna nice. that down. <laughs> hey, John, got any junk you want to put in the giveaways? <laughs> <laughs> but there's one more thing that executive producers get, Jared. What is that? You get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing. That's what I'm doing right at this very moment. Special, special thanks to these executive producers. Do it. Tom Brazen, Martin Cliff, John Daly, Chris Kearney, D- Darren Gregory, Doug Christ, Michael Van Zant, Ken Sayers, Brian Robison, Michael Senchuk, Stefan Lamb, Johnny Knowles, Anthony Lathrop, John Anglin, Tyler Bray, Brad Partridge, Chris Heidel, John Esterly, Doug Gann, Justin Jones, Brett Alexander, James White, Matt Hart, Bill Gola Guitars, Richard Kendall, Tyg Harmon, John Jackson, Jason Rausch, David Rando, Douglas King, Gary Cooper, Rob Saxby, Mark Garten, Elad Mazrahi, and Mike D. Thank you, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. No, don't interrupt me, Todd, because there's a special, special group well, of executive get your producers. Tanks, then. <laughs> I <gotta> go. <laughs> These would be our grand poobas. Ah, uh, yes. These are our executive producers that live the, up the Golden floor. Tower. Yes. That's right. The, the, at the penthouse suite of yes. the Golden Tower with, with the hot red tub. plush carpet. These fine people get a special fez to wear upon their heads while listening to the podcast. Yes. This very podcast. So special, special, special thanks to these grand poobas. Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, David Kaminga, Science of Sound. She blinded me with science. Cody Foster, Sean S. Tommy Manasco, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys. Tim Nowak, Tyler Rines, James Pennington, LSJ Music Company, and new this week, Mm. we have an upgrade from an executive producer to Grand Pooba, Mr. John Williams. All right. John, welcome aboard. Tony, one thing that you didn't really mention was that, uh, you know, the Grand Poobas also get, I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we flow their way because they're substantially helping us out. They are substantially helping and we want to substantially reward. And all of the ones that you haven't heard so far, so we've had we've had Corey Nigro and we've had um, Cody Cody Lane and we've got um, a whole bunch. We've got Jonathan Jerusik. That's going to be the next episode. Throughout the rest of the year, we're going to have the rest of these chapos on as many that want to. Not everybody wants to. They get to be on the thing. They get to be on the thing. So Yes, they get their name read and get to be on the thing. Yeah, and because of their involvement, because their enthusiasm and passion for gear in the guitar community and the support that they share, not just because they are poobahs. Yes. Yes, that's just the door to get in for to share that. So anyways, I wanted to say that. Uh, let's see, John, mm-hmm. tell everybody where they can go get your awesome pedal. 
All right. Pedals from Very Good Amplification Company can be found on verygoodampco.com. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Are you on NPR? I couldn't, I couldn't resist. <laughs> hey, I was impressed. No, yeah. You can just go to verygoodampco.com, um, subscribe to the email list. I don't spam. All I just I do did. Is tell, you, tell you when the next one's coming out. That's all. Yeah. Nice. No, I really did. I, just, I literally just did that. <laughs> cool. Thanks, man. Uh, all right. It was very exciting having you on. Um, we need to find out, Tony Baloney, where... Where? Yeah, where people, <laughs> people find you. Oh, well, let's just say you wanted to get a special pick card. Yep. You're changing out pickups. All the time. You want to put a initial or something on it. You're maybe somebody famous with long gray hair, and you need some new pickups, and you need to, you, you know. You need the thing and with you the sing. flower on it. And you sound like Kenny Rogers when you sing. Or... or so somebody or a dinosaur. like that, go, go, go. Okay. dinosaur senior. Hmm. Um, if you want to, <laughs> just head over to pickguardian.com forward slash home. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, just go over to pickguardian.com. Check out the stuff I have on there. Some great pictures and things. By and large, what I do is custom work. So just shoot me an email. Let me know what you need, and I will take very good care of you. Mm-hmm. Jared. Brandon Wong Pickups, uh, BrandonWongPickups.com. If you need pickups, uh, rewinds, old-looking pickups that are new or whatever, new pickups. New-looking uh, pickups that are old. Noiseless Ooh. Jazz Masters, are, 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 uh, they're starting to catch up. Uh, nice. Um, we had a, a fella that's kind of famous just calling and asked for a set of those, so I'm pretty impressed with Probably that. Probably didn't just mention that in code at all. No, nope. no, we didn't. We didn't talk. When you said about dinosaur it. senior, didn't have anything to do with it. So. No. Anyway, uh, it's <laughs> what? Jeez. <laughs> Anyways, off the rails. It always goes yeah. that way. <laughs> uh, Brandon Wall pickups. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. Well done. Yeah, you could have just said that at the beginning. Anyways, oh, what's his name? What? Who? Hey, you can drop me a uh, an email and tell us how awful this was. Uh, at Todd at the you? you can DM me. That's right. At Guitar Knobs on Instagram. I always uh, make sure that the uh, the guys here, whatever you guys are, the chappies or, uh, you know, whatever you got to share, I send it their way and we talk about it. So uh, looking forward to hearing from you. And John, thank you so much for sharing your time with us no, today. Honestly, thanks for having me. Yeah, it was it's, really it's great talking to you. Yeah, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. We enjoyed it too. Yes. I hope the listeners do. And I really, truly encourage you to get a hold of one of these pedals. Yes. It is yes. It's really good. All right, everybody. Have a fantastic guitar weekend. Subscribe. Uh, why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, shine your dancing shoes there, buddy. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's that's not even a fun one. That's just a no. that's when you wrinkle your nose out and go, I don't feel yep. okay for hearing oh, that. Oh, that's bad. You're that's a bad man. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's not rice in those hacky sacks, pal. So have you been to the the lower catacombs below the Denver airport? Uh, All right. I already ate it. Uh, this part is going incredibly slow. Well, <laughs> Jesus. It's really like poopy stuff. They Tony Dudzik, Big Guardian. Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you have to... You have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash theguitarknobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitarknobs. Catch you next time.